Deep in the farthest recesses of the most distant jungle lies a city. A city populated by the most mysterious, terrifying, and downright grotesque denizens ever seen by mortal eye. Here, in the darkened corners of this cavernous locale, sits an ordinary, average brick building with an innocuous, ordinary, average, blinking neon sign which reads, On Air. It is here where each week, Seth Breedlove and Mark Matsky convene to discuss the greatest mysteries the world has ever known. Now, strap on your hiking boots, grab your trusty walking stick, and don't forget your machete as we begin our journey through Monsteropolis. Okay, I'm rolling to this... Is Monsteropolis, a show about anomalies, legends, and monsters. I'm one of your hosts. My name, as ever, Seth Breedlove. Joined as always by my pal, Mark Metzke. Greetings. Hello. Hello. Today, your two spooky co-hosts bring you a smattering of werewolvian goodness. Brought to you by... Universal. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we roll on through. That's a great song. Roll on. We roll on through scare month, scare time, <laughs> scare, scare, scare factor, fear factor, starring Joe Rogan. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Rogan. This is the show you've been wanting to watch. Um, no, uh, announcement wise. We have things happening. We have stuff on the YouTube channel. Bigfoot Project, November 11th coming up. You got to become a channel member to watch that before everyone else. Otherwise, the regular version launches November 18th. Will be preceded by an in-depth article written by Kitten Repository writer Ed Balint covering the entire property, introducing readers to the property we will be investigating for the rest of the year and into next year. Uh, really cool. It should be a really cool article. I did the follow-up with him today on it, and he was asking some cool questions. So He's into it, isn't he? He is. And you'll be out there with me tonight and tomorrow night. Yes. Looking for Bigfoot in the woods of Minerva, Ohio. But uh, you, you guys will want to check this out. I'm very excited for, for people to see it. It is basically... A uh, Bigfoot centric vlog, and I guess like a documentary vlog. I don't know what to call it. It's a vlog, but it's it's definitely small town monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what else do we got? We got stuff and other things. Stuff and things. Beyond the Trail just launched earlier today, so you can go check that out now too. Oh yeah, uh, Rocky Mountain Sasquatch nice. is out. Uh, if you want to watch it in 4K ad free, join the YouTube channel. Have you watched this episode? Yes, I have Did not it? yet. Yes. Yet? Yes. Okay, no. Cool. Great. Um, the last episode was was really fantastic. Uh, that was the one uh, that um, that uh, Eli edited. So. Oh yeah. Bigfoot Mountain was that the one? Bigfoot Mountain. That was a great episode. Uh, there's more. The one with swimming. There was swimming in Nude that. Nude swimming. Um, make sure. <laughs> make sure to check that one out. Uh, 
there's more nude swimming coming later this year. Uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. There's no nude swimming, but there is swimming in almost every episode, which has become a staple of the series. And there will definitely be swimming in the episode uh, where that ties into the discovery that's coming late yes. next month. And you guys are not going to want to miss that episode. That is the most, that's the swimmingest I think it gets. By far, join, as, join us for the swimming. Yes. Come for the Bigfoot, stay for the swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this week we don't have Heather. Next week we might have Heather. Um, so you'll have to stay tuned to see what happens. It's a surprise. It's a spooky surprise. Spooky surprise. Uh, she's here in the building. We. She said she was going for a walk and then never came back. So, we're, so we're not really clear. Sure, check check it out. Take a look. Peek peek out, peek in it. Peek it out. Pikachu. There goes our director, our showrunner. <laughs> He's good. It doesn't matter, guys. Either way, Heather, if you want to come in for the next episode, you can since you already missed the opening. It's up to you. Okay. We'll do werewolves without her. We're doing werewolves without you. Hi, Mark. Well, well Hi. hello. Hi. Do you want to talk My about goodness. werewolves? Werewolves. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You don't have to. You guys... Okay. Cut. Cut. Okay, I'm recording. And and that's <laughs> and that's that. Ah! You scared me. <laughs> Where'd you come from? It's just Halloween, you know, just appear. Heather Mosher joins us here on okay, Monsteropolis. Me now. How Seriously? Yes. Do you want to catch then, us up on how the Pig Lady Festival went? It was awesome. Oh yeah, we have a letter um, about that. Do we? Yeah, yeah, there was a letter. You forwarded it to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Do we want to read that letter real quick? Well, that would be interesting, would it not? Oh, not to our YouTube watchers. <laughs> <laughs> we have them? We uh, have them. A few, a few. Some weeks. Sometimes we have like 8,000 of them. 8,000. Ooh, that's if it's the right topic. Though. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. All right. Bring the funk. So here it is. <laughs> Seth... Heather and Mark, I am so thankful that STM supported our charity festival this past weekend. While the turnout wasn't great, don't hold events on the same night as three local high school football playoff games. We had fun nonetheless. Heather and her family are fantastic, as expected, and several folks sent messages asking where they could find other STM movies. Hmm. I especially owe Heather for bailing me out countless times while recording with Scott at the end of the night. Otherwise, it likely would have been terrible on the level of the old Chris Farley show skit on snl but in reverse in gratitude here is a section of an unfinished book project for spooktober <laughs> is that a knock on scott or i'm confused <laughs> i don't know you were there elaborate I, well i didn't think that it, it went poorly at all we were being interviewed by scott for the fireside chat okay for astonishing legends okay mike didn't want to go up because he's nervous about speaking oh okay i get it and so i get the reference then Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay. I get it though. Okay. I love it. All right. I like it a lot. Yeah. So that's that's it. He can't want and we we talked. Scott always talks. I don't not Scott. <laughs> oh Scott, I mean Scott did a good job. Oh, his his son asked some questions. That was very nice. That is cool. Yeah. What's what of you? Uh yeah, actually it was what about kind which of... stuff. It was like why didn't they leave? Ooh, why didn't they move away? Witchy woman. <laughs> Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. 
started singing. Um, <laughs> so good, good turnout. Yeah. Good. I think that it was a decent turnout. I didn't realize that there were that many playoff games happening. Yeah, you can't small town America. You can't compete with high school football. That's true. Doesn't matter I where you are. I will say that right. something horribly embarrassing happened. <laughs> To me, to, to you. Me. Oh, what happened? So I, had me. I said to me. Yeah. I wasn't even. I was embarrassed. Might as well have been because it was oh, right dear. in the middle of invasion. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, you fell down the steps. No, there were there weren't really steps. Okay. No, so um, the kids were champs. You know, it was kind of cold. Mm-hmm. They were doing a good job, uh, hanging out right up until invasion started, which they had me introduce invasion. I did a so-so job, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, did a great job. Oh, thanks. No doubt. Uh, yeah. And um, Corey said he was going to take the two oldest to the car so they could have a hotspot and play what? on their devices or whatever. Hotspot to play on their devices. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought it was like a snack. Yeah. Dude. What? Paranormalhottiespots.com. Okay. No, I thought it, I thought it was like a. I no. thought it was like a snack or something. No. Because no, they, w- they went to the car to have a hotspot de- for their devices. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, the spicy in the microwave. The youngest stayed with me. Anyway, so the two oldest went to the car. Corey drops them off, mm. comes back. Lily goes off and talks to some candle maker that was there and just chats this woman's ear off. As she will. She will. And uh, Corey felt bad for the candle maker. So he goes over to try to interject. And I get a text from Aria saying, We don't, we're scared or whatever. We don't feel comfortable. Please come get us. So I had to walk to the car which was a decent little walk to mm-hmm. get to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Get to the car. Aria unlocks the door. I go to open it and the car alarm goes yeah. off. I normally have the keys because it's my car. But since Corey took them out, he had the keys. Yeah. He's back at the festival. It was loud enough that you could hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I come running back and Corey was like, oh, was that you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, give me the keys. Did please. you not hear the frantic screaming? <laughs> So by the time I got back to the car anyway and got it shut off, Aria was in tears because yeah. um, she was embarrassed. Yeah, understandably. Same thing. Yeah. Almost the exact same thing happened to me two days ago at Mohican. Oh, really? Yeah, we were coming back and I couldn't get my uh, my my remote thing to work. Mm-hmm. And so I popped the key out of it, you know, and turned the lock. And apparently that just sets that's, off the alarm. Yeah. So that's what I did. And like the alarm goes <laughs> off and there's all these people around us. And they walk up behind us and stand there. No joke. This whole family standing there. And I'm like frantically. And Tommy's standing there like. Dada! Oh, no. And I'm trying to fix it. And I can't get it to go off. The remote thing isn't working. Mm-hmm. So I started the car. And that was like what got it to, to yeah. work. Because it started reading the key again for some yeah. reason. And then I get out of the car. And this guy's standing there. And he goes, I thought it was mine. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. Like, oh. Have a good great. day. Yeah, great. Have fun hiking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. So How was, was Monster fun. Bash? It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We um, is the whole experience, but October is a little more fun because it's not quite as busy. Mm-hmm. So you just can watch the films and talk to special guests and so forth. And we got to. Spend a little extra time with uh, Pamela Pierce yeah. and her husband David. Yeah, and uh, best friends now. We would are you say because Andy told besties. me yes. Okay. Yes. Super besties. Super besties. <laughs> How's no, it, was, the, uh, it was fun. Did you talk about how the movie is performing? That's what I'm curious. Not really. I didn't get a. Did sense you ask of her that. what kind of revenue it's made? <laughs> I believe it or not, no. <laughs> I usually lead with that. That's, yeah, I'm curious about that side so of things. How, how much money have yeah, you made? Right. You in the black there, yeah, Pam? Yeah. 
That's people love Red. filmmakers love being asked that. Question, I'm sure. Especially. That's our favorite. Um, yeah, so it was cool. People are excited there, which is fun to see yes. about the presence of a Bigfoot movie at this classic monster convention. Yeah. So that's that. There's definitely. I think Stan Gordon's participation in that show has primed that crowd for like paranormal and unexplained stuff. Although he was not there okay, at this particular show. Yeah. Is that normal for the October? No, I think COVID, COVID. had a lot to do with him not being there, yes. probably. Well, as long as he's staying safe, Stan is one of our favorites. Yes. An old friend. Yep. We need him around. Uncle Stan. <laughs> now, um, there is a part two to that letter, if you want to hear this mutilation story. We might wait on that. Should it's, we keep that? For, yeah. Yeah. It might interfere with Wolfman. I would not want that to happen, I, I, personally. I uh, all right. So the title of this episode is Wolfman's Got Nards. And <laughs> I know that, that reference now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of the best movies ever made. Um, for real, though. It's cute. Isn't it? Can we just spend this, instead of talking about the Wolfman, because I didn't do any research, so I'm trying to drag out this intro yeah. as long as I can. To avoid, I'll cut it. I'm at I'll eight I know as, as we were talking, yeah. as we were making <laughs> announcements and talking about nonsense, yeah. I'm like, this is all out of the main YouTube version. That's why you should be a squad member. That's hey, why you should that, become a channel like member. That is true. So you can just hear the rambling. You can hear a, an additional like amount of content with each episode, either in the audio version or the channel uh, member version of the show. Quality. Yeah, it's just freestyle. Like Mark raps yes. at the beginning of each episode. Yep. Andy um, throws a beat on, and I just go. Give me a topic. Can funny, you do that, it's, please? It's really not that. I mean, it's funny, but I've actually been in the car when they did it, so I know that it's a real thing that happens. What has this been recorded? I've never. I don't think we've recorded it, but please I definitely. Do. Some. I mean, I can remember Andy being like twelve years old or whatever, doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Little Andy oh, beatboxing. Sunshine. It's coming. It's like a twenty-three. 24 project right yeah. is the yeah. cryptid album mm -hmm. and like the drop it oh wow double <laughs> double platinum triple platinum album okay <laughs> uh this week we're talking about wolfman which i have extensively looked into this topic so i was very excited about this particular topic episode to episode topic to episode. to episode yeah so we're gonna rip into it so let's talk about it right now mark why don't you lead okay well let's start with the film and i'll dial it back from my extensive like retelling of the plot it's, if and i remember correctly andy cut a large chunk of that out of the i was of yeah the, show. the, the showrunner told me not to anymore Aww. so what do you know <laughs> So here's my little synopsis. Wolfman, the Wolfman for Universal Pictures came out in 1941. It was written by Kurt Siedmach, who wrote 38 movies for Universal Pictures in total. And I love, I got, I have two quotes from him that I like a lot, both of them. His first is, I did a lot of research for this movie, but most of the film was made up. <laughs> So there are hints of Wolfman lore, and it there are some ways in which it hews somewhat close to the legendarium of Wolfman and werewolves. But um, one of the most central parts of the Wolfman is the little four-line poem that is spoken 
throughout the film three times. And it goes like this. Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. And everyone in the movie says that like it's just known. And like the culture of the surrounding area has known that for centuries. And Siad Mach made it up. He just wrote that himself. That's super cool. But it's come into now people think of that as very much linked to what makes a wolf a werewolf, you know, a wolf man or a wolf woman. You have to have these ingredients that are found in the poem. Wolf woman. <laughs> Haven't you heard? Yeah, wow, it's crazy. A, yeah. What? Yeah. A story. By Joe? Ruger. Yeah, okay. I've seen it. Yeah. You've seen it? You've I've heard of it? I've seen the movie. You've heard of it? Yeah, well, so. You know better by Skinwalker. <laughs> Skinwalker. Oh, that one. The Howl of the Ruger. That's all you <laughs> yeah, need to say. One. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm tuned in. <laughs> all right. So it stars Lon Chaney Jr. as Lawrence Talbot. And uh, this is sort of the career defining role for him in terms of monster movies. Uh, what's interesting to me is that. Siedmach wanted a more psychological approach in the original story and the way that that was going to play out on screen is that you would never see a wolfman head or face unless Talbot was looking into a pool or a mirror or something mm -hmm. like that. It's only his own reflection that he would see the werewolf because he wanted it to be more of a, is he really a werewolf or not? Mm -hmm. But in the movie, it just says, yeah, he's a werewolf. <laughs> he's just there. It's true. Yeah. Um, and so finally, I mean, the, the main point of the film, Siad Mach says, and he wrote this in an introduction to a book about the film, that the, the pivot point of the movie, what it's all about is that bad things happen to good people and there's not much you can do about it. Very and, uplifting. Right, it is. And it's, it's how do you handle it when, you know, you're fated to become, in this case, a werewolf because you really couldn't get out of it. You know, in the end, he has to die, essentially, in order to be freed from the curse, although Lawrence Talbot comes back in sequels, uh, but that's more universal pictures than anything else. So I th what I thought was interesting about him saying that is that there is sort of a, a fatalistic approach then to the whole werewolf mythology and, and the things that surround that. And we can talk about some of those old, old stories, I think, as a jumping off point from the film. I'm familiar with those stories. Oh, I know you are. Good. <laughs> I, I hear Wolf you reciting woman. them as you walk around. <laughs> uh, you and I have talked about that. The creation of the lore surrounding that movie as being like basically wholesale, like myth building. Mm -hmm. and I think that's such a cool aspect to yeah. that particular story. Was there a book that, that 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 movie was based on kind of like Mary Shelley had Frankenstein and there was Dracula, but there yeah, wasn't not so much. I mean, there were having said that, I mean, there was werewolf literature. You know, when you get into the 19th century and publishing houses start to really pop off. One of the most important ones probably was by Bram Stoker, who did a, a story called Dracula's Guest, which was published in 1914, two years after he died. And it was in a sort of, in a sense, it was a cheat because it was a super long chapter of Dracula that they took out for, and his, his uh, widow had it published. But in it, 
uh, a guy who is, well, Jonathan Harker from, is walking through a mountain pass and he stumbles into this weird graveyard and is evidently seduced by a voluptuous vampiress and is saved by a large black wolf huh. who prevents that, yeah, from happening. Guardian. And so That's a section in Rougarou, How of the Rougarou. Yes. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. <laughs> and so Harker continues on his travels. It turns out in the end, spoilers, the wolf was Dracula. Mm. Yes. Preserving Harker's life for his own nefarious purposes. Nice. I like Dracula's style, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he knows what he wants and he'll get it. Even if it means turning into a wolf. Yeah. And that that's referenced in the original Dracula movie, mm-hmm. but you never see Dracula as a wolf, mm. it, which is sort of the style of that film. It's like a very, after the first third, it's a very talky and very stage play-esque. So it's, you say, oh, there goes a wolf running away. <laughs> and we're not going to show you the wolf, even <laughs> though it's a film. So you just have to take our word for it. They there he to, goes. To reaction shots of like five people. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> how it goes. Yeah. So in it the the Wolfman the movie really isn't based on one book as okay. much as it is uh like a, a, a screenplay that started in 1931 right. which is the same year that Dracula and Frankenstein came out. Is that where the Universal gypsy lore like, and all that the gypsy side of it comes in because I've always been curious about about if if like that cuz cuz supposedly there's like the Breedloves tie back to gypsies and like the name actually comes from gypsy caravans and bread loaves and stuff. Hmm. Um, that's true. Yeah. That's why that's I travel. Cool. That's why I like to travel. <laughs> I met sense. a gypsy lady once and she told me I have the gypsy soul. So she, she said, you like to travel? And I said, yes. She said, yes. I said, yes. <laughs> yes. You have the gypsy soul. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I, was, I mean, I've I, always been curious about that. I would imagine so. And, and, not necessarily a specific like one or two things about it, but what is definitely the case is that in the early 20th century, you have, like we've talked about with West Virginia, you, you have all these immigrant groups coming in, each with werewolf stories. And certainly I think that would factor into it at some level mm-hmm. was a, you know, an immigrant or an itinerant population with stories about people transforming into these creatures. And the other cool thing is people sometimes forget, including myself, that Bella Lugosi is in The Wolfman. Mm-hmm. And he is the wolfman who makes Larry Talbot a wolfman. Oh. He gets attacked, and that's that's how he gets it. He only has like seven lines. Bella only has seven lines as the original wolfman in the story, but he passes it along then to the Talbot line. The, the, can you speak to this gypsy thing at all? No. Oh, great. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Well, like, I don't I, think so. I think we can. There's got to be some lore that ties back to well, like gypsies were predominantly what German? Is that is that right or wrong? Or I mean, it's kind of like, like I mean, Romani, it's right? Is that not what Alani? Romani. Romania. I guess. I don't know. Is that I've what they call Romani? Romani. Gypsy, because gypsy's a slur now. Is it? Am I saying something offensive? Probably to some people, yeah. Gypsy. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm one of them, uh, so. Oh, <laughs> that's how it works. Huh? Yeah. Woo! All right. Werewolf lore. 
Gypsy. Andy's like mentally making a note of the timestamp. He's like, all right. Mm. Yeah, Romania. Yep. Wikipedia.com. Here we come. Dude, courtesy of yeah, Heather this Mosher. Is the this Adventures time. of Kira Yu. Kira Yu. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, well, like a slur. And you can't say Jim. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I agree, Andy. <laughs> Now Heather's freaking out. <laughs> yeah. I got right. ripped off. Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. I want to say it. I said at the beginning of the show that uh, I was Joe Rogan. So, yes. So everything's okay? Yeah. You can just good. say whatever you want. We're good. <laughs> Great. I'll say I'm Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, so l- l- let's let's run it back from from our itinerant immigrant friends. Yes. And uh, go oh, back to... Like, Itinerant immigrant. <laughs> IIF? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, you know, originally, you know, we can talk about werewolf mythos going back to Greeks and Romans. And mm. typically, like in the Roman viewpoint, transforming into a beast was a punishment. Sure. But. Yes. However, yes. Yes. Right, here we go. It's about to get good. <laughs> uh, Rome was founded in mythology because a she-wolf suckled the twins Romulus and Remus and then you know they had a, a fight to see who <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord, to see who would uh, be the one that named the city which obviously Romulus run, won because we have Rome in that Remus, Remus. Mm, yeah Remus didn't make it Romulus and Remus though but there's statues everywhere in Rome with the she-wolf mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know that that's cool yeah and, and the twins are actually nursing from okay. her on the statue but they also said that there's another way to interpret that because it, mm, the Latin word that is escaping me right now. Flumra. <laughs> nope. That's <laughs> not it. All right. uh, anyway, the term literally means she-wolf, but can also mean prostitute. Okay. So it could have been a prostitute, but it's more romantic to say a she-wolf took okay. these twins. Wow. And wow. Them. I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. Your classics fact of the day. Are there wolves? Werewolves in Greek mythology? Sure. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, what is the king? Lycan, right? Or, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, King Lycan. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's at cannibal. the beginning of <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is. It's, it is at the beginning of Prey Road Beast. That old saw. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, this. Cannibalism is okay. what started that whole Yeah, thing. exactly. Well, like, lycanthropy is kind of uh, in uh, Beowulf, too, right? I mean, to a, to a degree, isn't there like, nope. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. Beowulf? No. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know anything about Beowulf, really. Do you? I always thought it was more of a Bigfooty type creature. Grendel. Grendel. Grendel's yeah. like a... I did not know there was a werewolf crossover. Yeah. Hey, it, my only it? knowledge of Beowulf is the ridiculously weird CGI movie. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> a werewolf in that? No. Okay. There's a weird creature with That's a Grendel. very disturbing voice. It's Grendel. Oh, I thought you were saying the book Grendel had a werewolf in it. I misunderstood no, the both of you. the monster is Grendel. Right? Grendel. Yeah. Sam, Samuel Grendel? <laughs> Cobbler. I, yep. That's right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> Guys, again, I did no uh, research for this episode. Yeah. I'm just trying to learn. I'm like our audience right, right now. <laughs> so going back to King Lycan for a second. Yeah. Right, great. You know, that was very definitely a story where the... It was a punishment mm-hmm. for cannibalism that Jupiter struck them, struck Lycan with this 
uh, essentially becoming a wolf. He was still bloodthirsty and so forth. Mm-hmm. And he, so it, in a sense, it didn't work. The right. punishment didn't really do anything. It just yeah. brought to the forefront the essential human problem. But that was part of those stories was trying to get people to move on from doing things like eating each other and get into a more civilized headspace. You don't have to. It's fine. (laughs) Live and let live, I say. (laughs) Oh, boy. And then what happens, you know, as Christianity comes in and is distributed throughout the Roman Empire, what's added to that is try to be a better person and try not to get trapped by the devil. So then these two things start to or be the expressed. Devil will turn you into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is a thing like in the Wolfman, there's a pentagram that is keeps appearing as a symbol. Really? Yeah. It's on the cane with which the Wolfman is, is finally killed. A silver cane, mm-hmm. things like that. That's cool. Lupa, just so you know, that's the word. Latin, the Latin word for she-wolf or prostitute. That is what oh. I said earlier. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it? I don't remember. Roll, wind Roll the tape. Back. Roll back. Rewind <laughs> the tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instant replay, please. Uh, there's someone knocking on our wall and it's starting to disturb me. Yes. Hello. <laughs> so by like uh, 1470, you have Ooh, werewolves. Right we are. We're going <laughs> to power Steam through. rolling ahead. Yeah, we you have werewolves mentioned in major literature like um, the death of Arthur, like one of King Arthur's knights. Mm-hmm. His, and this, this factors into another thing that could make you a werewolf. His wife is unfaithful to him and leaves him, and he becomes a werewolf. The knight does. Interesting. Yeah, and so that is that becomes a, a, a portion of all of these various ways that you can become a werewolf hmm. is to have um, what? unfaithfulness happen to you instead of like, you would think if it was a punishment, sure. it'd be the person who is unfaithful, it but just, it's not. It works in reverse for whatever reason. Yeah, that just reminded me of Greek. Your rage. Mm. Mm-hmm. That might be it. It might mm. be like your berserker rage coming out. Maybe. Can we just, just it, switch berserker but, rage? It has me thinking about Logan, werewolf, Wolverine. I said werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, um, again, no, forgot to research. The idea of not the person that is wronged being the one cursed is interesting. It just that reminds me of Greek and Roman mythology as well mm-hmm. because it's usually not the person who committed the sin that gets punished. It's their loved ones that suffer. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's great. Yep. <laughs> that's lovely. That's exactly how that yeah. works. And then everything falls apart around that person. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you know, I mean, will end up dead or whatever. I mean, it's bad. But yeah. Sweet. That's really a nice story. <laughs> it's not fair to anybody else. It, it, it isn't. Not. No. I don't like these no. stories. That's no, the that's, that's Greek the, tragedy, man. That's how right. they, huh. and that's the, how they roll. the point of the Wolfman of nineteen forty one. Yeah. Same thing. I mean that there were parallels there between Greek tragedy that Seedmac was was trading on those, mm-hmm. you know, doing like a modern. And, and speaking of uplifting stories, Defiance, Ohio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about something I could speak to. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, depending on your knowledge of macabre, <laughs> oh yeah, gross stories. Um, in 1589 in Cologne, there's the big trial of Peter Strube. Yeah, this one I know of. Okay, yeah, who devoured. 
killed killed and devoured a number of people. Yes. Yes. He claimed in the trial itself to have had a succubus lover for 28 years, and the demon gave him a magic belt. Hmm. And when he put on the magic belt, ta-da, he became a, a werewolf. <laughs> Logan. And as, as you said, he started mutilating and devouring people. There were werewolf trials. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and in fact, there's a uh, That's all I got. there's a transcript of <laughs> Strube's trial. Yeah. That you can read if you're so inclined, but yeah. it's disturbing. Pretty graphic. Yeah. There's a good book about all of the like the trials and stuff. Lycanthropy Reader. Mm. I'll see if I can find make sure it. you're speaking to them like they're Lycanthropy like Reader. Okay. You should check it out if you're into Flash that on floor. screen right now. Yeah, I'll boom, find boom, lycanthropy. boom. Lycanthropy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, reader. I'll find it. <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. Well, so his even his two daughters-in-law testified in the trial that he attacked them. They yeah. survived, obviously. But like a lot of things in this entire field, um, Strube said, you know, that he was asked what happened to the belt, and he said, "Well, I hid it, <laughs> and he hid it in some valley somewhere, and it was never found." It's never been found to this day, but that would be an interesting story starter, would it not? On the trail of like the Struble Bell. Str- <laughs> Str- yeah. Str- <laughs> <laughs> so he was found guilty, obviously, and the sentence was to have his flesh yanked off with red hot pinchers and his bones smashed by a hatchet. Good God. Oh, and he was decapitated. <laughs> Before or after? I think after. I think that was like the they last, that was the final first. straw. That makes sense. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Hey, man. You know, bring that so, back. So, like, anthropy is was no. That public, public execution? I, I think so. It seems I, like quite a theatrical thing to not be public. There's actually a number of woodcuts of this process. Then ah. it, it appears yes. as if yeah. that was a. The, the woodcuts have actually appeared in some STM stuff. Yeah. Um, not, not the, not the like the punishment part. right yeah. there like is the, a, a headless it's like the last one yeah it's fine that's cool it's the collector's edition he was all right <laughs> shockingly enough he came out of it and he was okay <laughs> yeah right he Twist. restarted his life yeah oh, we be- had a new beginning oh. came came back to life for the sequel yeah oh, man. so um werewolf legends again they were brought into popular literature in the 19th century and there, these names are hilarious. I think that one of the things that became very popular was serialized stories, and Charles Dickens published a lot that way. But first came Varney the Vampire, <laughs> <laughs> and that was followed almost immediately by Wagner the Werewolf <laughs> in 1857, uh, and it was a sensation. Though. Yeah, yes. for sure. Wow, I like it. Forerunner for Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Spectacular what? Spider-Man. Spe- oh, Spectacular yeah. Spider-Man. I was just like, Spider-Man? Yeah. Not- well, that's not it. I got it. All right, I got it. Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker. Uh-huh. Spectacular. Yeah. That, I think that's what I meant. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. <laughs> like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that for a while that... What's interesting is like end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th century, a lot of the stories shifted in tone. And if there was a story about a werewolf, it would be revealed in the end that it was actually just a person 
who like put on a, a, a fur suit or something or fur coat and then killed people. But the supernatural element was removed. But then in the early 20th century, that made a huge comeback and not so much in literature as much as motion pictures. And that takes us back then to the early 30s, 31, Dracula and, and Frankenstein come out. More recently, there was a movie I saw. Teen Wolf? I can't remember the name. <laughs> Teen Wolf's great, though. They surf on top of a car. They do. But there's a cold, what is it called? Like Cold Creek? There's some movie that came out like last year that's about werewolves. That was not good. Best werewolf movie of all time, guys. Skinwalker. Dog soldiers. <laughs> Our audience just came back over to my side. They're like, yeah, don't do your research, but that's a great movie. Dog soldiers, have you seen it? No. All right. Is it as good as Isle of Dogs? I haven't seen that. Oh. Wow. Dang. That's a shame. I'm what sorry, guys. Impact. It's not a werewolf movie. I'm trying to stay on point. Dog soldiers. <laughs> Dog soldiers. Check all it right. out. Yep. It's about a like a Irish special ops team that goes into the woods to train, starts getting picked off by werewolves, ends up pulling up in a house, and then it becomes Night of the Living Dead, but with werewolves. And the werewolves keep attacking the house. Is that based like on a true story? Off. It is. <laughs> the siege at Hanabia. <laughs> All right. And that probably should have been be my last contribution. <laughs> I have a question for you, Mark. Yeah, you, for me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. When did the idea of werewolves being almost like enslaved by vampires come into play in pop culture? Oh. Well, that wasn't originally part of no, werewolf lore. No, but that's a great question. Professor might know yeah. that. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in classics time. <laughs> it wasn't the greeks and the romans didn't have that in their lore i don't is that all you know that's it Dang. and it's only a very small part oh wow. all right very small time specialized thousands field. Of years dude <laughs> or hundreds Ooh. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, I there, feel like that was very recent. In, in you know, the I think wise. Uh -huh. the confusion lies in this, is, and that is that it was going back to at least like 1400s, 1500s. The same person in their life, like, could be a werewolf, and then after death become a vampire, mm, mm, mm. because the distinction between the two is that. If you're a werewolf, you're alive. Mm -hmm. Like you don't die during the werewolf. If a werewolf bites you, you're still, you know, you live through it, but yeah. it pa passes the curse along to you. But then a, a vampire can only be an undead right. being. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, please. I want to interject. Bless us. <laughs> Jacob Black is a character. In the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. He's described as an attractive Native American of the Quillette tribe in La Push near Forks, Washington. Yeah. The second book of the series, New Moon. He probably walked down to Rialto Beach when he was... It's mentioned here. Is it really? Uh, he discovers <laughs> that, is, that he is a therianthrope who can shapeshift into a wolf. The majority of the series, Jacob competes with Edward Cullen for Bella Swan's love. Just wanted to point out that there's a werewolf in modern day pop culture. As well, yeah. Modern day. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, the kids love it. The kids love it. Hey, the kids like fifteen years you ago. You said Forks, it. Washington. Yeah, 
so we should do a plug right now, right? On the trail <laughs> of Bigfoot, the discovery coming soon. We stayed, bringing it back around, we stayed at a Twilight-themed hotel resort. No, it wasn't a hotel. We stayed at a Twilight-themed resort accidentally, inadvertently, when we stayed in Forks. Uh, well, I used the term resort loosely kindly yeah. uh it, there was a when we pulled it in was there was a shirtless... not exactly all inclusive don't get that idea well they wanted both vampires and true werewolves. that's true so it was inclusive in that way ebony and ivory <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> modern day pop culture modern day pop culture uh there was a shirtless jacob Standing near the entrance when we pulled in. <laughs> not in not not a real way. It, it was a wood cutout. It wasn't just some dude with the name tag Jacob. No. He's oh. hired for the season. Yeah. Just <laughs> be beckoning. Beckoning the weary travelers to pull in. Come and know me better, man. You might. On the hour, he starts to transform. Yeah. He pretends like he's going to. Yeah. But nothing ever happens. So people right. just yeah. pull up and they they watch him. They watch they him and then they go inside and get a ice cream. Yeah, it gets awkward. We'll stick around five minutes. After five minutes, yeah, yeah it takes a while. It's not an easy transformation. <laughs> Most of it is him just screaming and writhing around. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, it might have been like a meth addict. <laughs> right, it could have been. We might have taken that whole situation wrong. We thought it was yeah. sort of a cosplay right. thing. Cosplay. Cosplay with Jacob from Twilight. Uh, ch check out the soundtrack for the first Twilight movie. It has a wonderful song by Iron and Wine. <laughs> Mark, bring us back. So, yeah, the, uh, the whole lackey idea. Yeah. Yeah. That comes from Twilight because it's vampires and werewolves. There's absolutely no way that it comes from Twilight. Those were written a long time ago. Bull. The, the classical <laughs> texts come from like 19, from like 2005, <laughs> 2006. BC. BC. <laughs> yeah. 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 They were written in old Jerusalem, yeah. so I don't want to hear Asian. about it. The Sanskrit tablets yeah. were translated. Yeah, the Shroud of Vampire. <laughs> this is all, uh, this is all untrue. This is not true. Well, you don't know that because apparently you only know about <laughs> classical literature from, all right. That's from fair. the Greek and Roman Empire circa two. Is that a time period? <laughs> Two? Let's get back to <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, werewolves. Werewolves. Sorry. I I think that's a relatively late development. Yeah. To answer your question, Thank and you. probably more not as late as Twilight, though. Not quite. No. You don't know that. It might be. We don't know. Stephanie Meyer might have contributed to the lore prior to writing Twilight <coughs> as a book. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> when did Fifty Shades of Grey come out? Because isn't that like a spoof of? Or no, it's, it's vice spoof. versa. <laughs> if I knew the date, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> Well, it came out on April 14th. <laughs> if I knew, Even I'm not admitting I... to it. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Oh, my. I have a question. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, let's. I want to go back to that guardian idea for a yes. second, because like 
kind of explain that a little bit more because there's some other legends I ran across in Linda Godfrey's work that it's the same thing, mm-hmm. that there's like a, a guardian-esque role that some of these lycanthropes occupied. Well, there was a story that <clears throat> looked into for Ruguru where uh, the there was a, an abbot or something. An abbot? That was there. That was traveling and... Was attacked by... <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell this? Wolves? Yeah. And then was saved... By a werewolf. Yeah. Right. And then there's another story. Right. <laughs> where two people were out traveling and a male werewolf came up to him begging for assistance. How did they know it was male? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ask. You didn't the ask author. him. No, okay. Stephanie Meyer. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Anyway, male werewolf came up and asked for them to come give last rites to his dying spouse, who was or partner. I don't remember that one. Who was a she wolf? <gasps> Is that in the movie? movie? I don't. I think we I put cut it a in bunch there. of your stuff out. You, you had cut a, lot a bunch of, of my stuff out. Yeah, you had a lot of that stuff in there, but I cut a bunch of it out. Know. No, you did. They they were great. They were great, but it was like one of those things. Art, like you had to get a lot of art. I had to get. I was filling so much art. Um, I I should have just done the artwork myself. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, Transition for Brett Hannon to Seth (laughs) Braylove might have been a little jarring. A little bit. A little bit. Well, here's Um, my she wolf. Yeah. Anyway, she's in a Hooters. Yeah, yeah. All right. They they came and they gave last rites or whatever, and then the male werewolf got them back to the church safely as like a repayment. But that was part of a curse where the whatever town it was, which is escaping my name now, every seven years, a pair, a male and a female, had to leave. Oh, I remember this. Be exiled in the form of werewolf, survive, and then come back. Because of the pair. Remember, there was some confusion on my part because I thought you were talking about a literal pair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Return of the pair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that the, so that has come up in different lore where they've actively taken a guardian role over a human mm-hmm. that was nearby. And then more but recent also, would be... Sorry? No, go ahead. What? Um, oh, I forget her name. In in Skinwalker, colon, Hell of the Brugaroo. There's, oh, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Yeah. Nikki's story about waking up in the middle of the night and finding the the werewolf at the foot of her bed who tells her, what? The Isn't werewolf it? tells her she has to put back things she took from the ground. Yeah, from the burial mounds. From the burial mounds. Yeah, because it was disrespecting her ancestors. So it was protecting the land in that way. Mm-hmm. But then there's also stories of like dog, I don't know if it's always dog men per se. There's so much dog as dog-like creatures. That guard like cemeteries and stuff, graveyards and mm-hmm. things like that. That's cool. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Do they have like axes? Yeah. They're like black dogs. Okay, never mind. Yeah. That's boring. <laughs> so boring. So here's my guardian story for yes. you. All right, bring it. This is fun. So in, in medieval Europe, in the, the region of Livonia, a Baltic region ruled by Germans, then Russians, inhabited by a mix of Northern European peoples, was once home to an enclave of benevolent werewolves, an octogenarian named Thys, who went on trial for werewolfery in 1692, claimed that he and his lichen confederates fought the devil rather than partner with him. Hmm. 
According to Theis, says Adam Douglas in The Beast Within, Livonian werewolves of both sexes journeyed to hell on three different holy feast nights each year to act as the quote-unquote dogs of God. The werewolves brought iron whips to battle Satan's minions for the grain shoots of the land. Failure meant starvation for the people of Livonia. And still other Livonians tried for being werewolves, insisted they transformed only in order to fight witches, therefore distinguishing themselves, they hoped, from the type of sorcery that might land them staked or treated as Peter Strube had been treated. That's a cool story. Yeah, in the Malaeus Maleficarum, there's discussion of lycanthropes involved with witches as well. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. The Malaeus Maleficarum? Yeah. The Hammer of the Witches. It, it was uh, from the the witch trials. There was a whole, and I can't remember the author's name right now, um, Germans, but had written a whole like book on how to tell if someone was a witch or if there was witchcraft in the area. Right. Um, you know, then, then killed them. Then hundreds of people were <laughs> brutally murdered. Yeah, there but, were there were a lot. Okay, was hundreds an exaggeration? <clears throat> no, that was an that was an underestimation. That's an, that's an underestimation. Well, I would say. All right. Yeah, I mean it's not like millions. Some people claim that, but that's not possible. If you look at the population at the time, it's not like the Black Death or anything. Werewolf but, trials versus witch trials. Witch trials. Well, the witch trials were much more. They were much more much more popular. That's the movie I want to see though. Werewolf trials versus the witch trials. Make it. And it's like they they like fight. <laughs> They fight. I guess I just want to see a movie that's witches versus werewolves, oh. not trials. Oh, Forget okay. The trials. Why don't you make it? Yeah, we're you working on it. Production <laughs> witches versus werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a departure from our other movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. We're out of time, guys. Oh. I'm sorry. Were you done? Yeah. Was she done? <laughs> okay, she was done. Okay. All right. We can come back at some point. We'll definitely come back to this. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we could do a whole werewolves and... of Ohio. <laughs> that that I would we actually could. that I I would actually be down to do that because I w- I want to talk about the werewolf uh, in Defiance, Ohio because we're going to be doing something about that in someday. Well, American. We're making yeah, a someday. little movie called American Werewolves. We're making a movie. Werewolves. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to send us mail, monstropolismail at gmail.com. We need a new mo- 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 mailbag episode. We haven't done one in a little while. So send mail, monstropolismail at gmail.com. You can also leave us a rating review on iTunes. And if you like listening to us, you can also also watch us uh, as edited by our expert showrunner, Andy Matsky. Um I think that's it for now. Thanks for thanks for listening. Oh, tune in. Episode three, Bigfoot Project. It's gonna be me and Mark. Hanging out. Minerva. Alright, goodbye.